think about 10 people in the family that are close and they're coming together and being like, okay, let's all bring $1,000 to the table and, you know, buying, you know, a 20 unit. You right. know, I'm and, just saying, I'm no, just kind right. of throwing it out there, and, but I'm being serious. And that, that went to the next point, you know, like shifting the mindset to Christmas and Christmas investing you right. went from Christmas budgeting to Christmas investing. You know, just think about if you had an entire family that was on one accord and they shifted, you know, their principles of Christmas, of consumer mindset to producer mindset. You know, they've shifted those principles to say, you know, this year, instead of us buying a whole bunch of gifts that we're probably not even going to use, we probably won't even see three months from now, we're we, we probably going to give it away to somebody, we're probably not even going to like, let's come together and take that money that we was going to all spend and let's put it into some investments for our family right. that we can recoup over the, over the next the next year and the year after the year right, after. Right, 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 right. You're listening to the Own Your Keys podcast, where we give you tools to own your keys, not just any keys, your keys to life. We're talking about copreneurship, finances, real estate, business, balance, and all things in between. We have Jay, the executor, and Mink, the visionary, two different personalities, but one common goal. And together, they're teaching people how to master money, marriage, and magnitude. What's up, what's up, what's up, good people? You are now tuned in to another episode of the Own Your Keys podcast. I'm your girl, Mink, the investor queen, and we have my co-host right here. Mr. J. Goday, a.k.a. Mr. Mr. Own Your Keys, keys, y'all. What's good? (laughs) I like doing that because I know what you're going to say. What's up, you guys? How you been doing? How you been feeling? Tell me something good. Tell me something good. What's Mm. up in your Mm. hood? Mm. Hood, Mm. hood, Mm. hood, hood. Thank you. What's up? Yeah, you know, I was about to, you know... um, what you call that? Oh. Yeah, I was about to spit a bar. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. I was. Your glass got hair on it. Don't worry about that. Okay. Yeah. So, you guys, y'all know one of the biggest holidays. Actually, to, I think Black. I think Black Friday is the biggest holiday of the year. No, seriously. For who? No, I'm I'm saying like for consumers. Mm. Yeah, seriously. Like I've listened to a uh, um, few you podcasts. Got a, cons- a consumer mindset, or no? I'm mindset? saying. You know what? Don't just don't worry about it. I'm just gonna go back to my listeners. So, listeners, <clears throat> um, you guys know that one of the biggest holidays is coming up, and. That holiday happens to be what? <laughs> Christmas. 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 That's my, that's my baby favorite holiday of the year. Actually, it is not. That so is who your is your, no, who is is your, your baby? Favorite. Who is your baby then? Because that's the I'm I'm that's not my favorite holiday. Stop lying, bro. I'm not lying. Why would I lie about that? That's crazy. So, what's your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. I thought Christmas or Thanksgiving my favorite holiday. No, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Dude, I'm t- I've am told you this so many different times. 
Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And I've told you this so many times because if you think about it, I even told you why. Dang, you don't you love Because you love food. And no. You love to eat and you love, Bro, that is not. That, love, is, that is so shallow. <laughs> and you love my daddy smoke turkey. No, that it has nothing to do with food. It has nothing to do with that. Thanksgiving because is it's a time that you can give thanks and you are thankful for what you have. No, that's not it either. All right. Well, Thank, yeah, because that means you don't listen to me. That don't mean that. That is that. Okay. So, what, so what I'm going to tell y'all because y'all are going to remember. So Thanksgiving <laughs> is my favorite holiday because it, because families, friends, people you love get to come together and it's not on the basis of giving a gift or giving something. Like on Thanksgiving, you're actually able to sit down and really, really, really like bask in um, your family, bask in love. It's, it's just different. It's, you know, on Christmas, it's like everyone has an expectation. You see what I'm saying? And on Thanksgiving... That's why I love Thanksgiving. Yeah, and Thanksgiving is just like because of... because. People I do, do remember you saying Christmas was a no, maybe, maybe. I'm maybe telling you, a, uh, maybe that was a uh, maybe that was before your transition. <laughs> well, maybe it was, but because I remember you used to always say how much you love Christmas, but I do remember you saying you love Thanksgiving. Yeah, too. I love Thanksgiving, and it's not anything because of the food. It's like most people no, don't really think about giving thanks until Thanksgiving. Most people don't really think about um, reflecting on the things that they are blessed, you know, for right. Besides on Thanksgiving, and I just I just love the day. I mean, I love Christmas too, but I love Thanksgiving because of that reason. And it's so crazy because I don't really in the last few Thanksgivings I don't really spend Thanksgiving with my family, um, which is I'm saying that's kind of weird, but I don't. I spend I um I spend Thanksgiving with um with my father in law. And sometimes, and my mother-in-law, but it, but the reason why, and I have to say this is because, you know, my in-laws, I love them so much. Um, I really do. I have a very good relationship with my mother-in-law and my father-in-law and being around them is, it's authentic. It is, you know, I, I mean, it is, it's no, it's no fussing, it's no fighting. It's just all laughs and good times. And I enjoy that so much. I never knew what that was about as a kid. You know, like I'm saying, I would be around my grandmother and, you know, I would be around my family and stuff. But what I'm saying is like, I didn't really know what the meaning of that was until now. You know, so I really enjoy Thanksgiving and I really enjoy authentic love and authentic, just good vibes, you know? Right. The good vibes. Yeah, good vibes. So, anyway, that's not the topic that we're talking about today. But since we're talking about holidays and since we're talking about the biggest holiday of the year, which is Christmas. So, today's topic, y'all, is does your Christmas habits fit your financial plan? Now, (laughs) y'all, just let's be real here. Think about your Christmas habits. We all got them. We all guilty. We all did it. I know I did it. You put stuff on layaway that you can't afford, <laughs> knowing that you ain't gonna be able to get it out. You you write you 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 spend up credit cards. You borrow money, all to go and get gifts for whoever. If well, it's your kids, that. if it's your significant other, if it's whoever it is, all to go buy depreciating items. 
And I got on this kick, y'all. Like I want to say last, maybe the year before last, yeah, when I first, when I first, it mm-hmm. came to me because y'all know when you start educating yourself about things and you really start to take it in, your spirit does not allow you to do certain things. And if you do it, it it ups, it bothers you. <laughs> so I told Mink it had to be about two years. I said, look, this Christmas I don't want to buy Christmas gifts for nobody, not the kids. Not you. I don't want you to buy me nothing. I don't want nobody to buy me nothing. I don't want none of that. If I can't get keys for Christmas, I don't want nothing. Well, I meant keys. I meant rental property keys. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the keys that y'all probably thinking about. Clean that up real quick. Right. But rental property keys. I want stuff. I want something of value. Like I don't want no designer. I don't want no. Belts. I don't want no Gucci. No, I don't want none of that. You know what I'm saying? I want some. I want something that's going. That's. I want to ask. You want a gift that's going to keep. That's going to keep on giving. And yeah. I just was. I was like, bro. I said. I said, you know, our kids are so accustomed to, just like, this elaborate Christmas or just getting stuff for Christmas that they don't even really understand. Like, I even went to the extreme where. I was like, let's buy the kids Christmas gifts and take them to the uh, homeless shelter and make them give it away. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, that's totally, I'm not doing that. I was like, that's totally just like so evil to me. I was like, I'm, no. So she was, so so again, we still, we like a month before Christmas, I told her again, I said, I told her this like two weeks ago. I said, I'm about to type up a memo and send it to her. And send it to all of our family and say, do not buy us anything for Christmas because we're not buying y'all nothing. But who does that though? Like, like, and you know what? This makes me think about him and I had a conversation today about, you know, a lady that put this group together for to try to show black women that <laughs> they are supportive of black women. And it's like, you don't have to do something so formal to to show support so for me it's like i'm like you can't like that's just doing too much you know what i'm saying and that's just how i feel like i'm gonna tell y'all let me finish talking i'm I'm sorry go ahead thank you so i just feel like that's doing too much i mean typing up a memo i'm just like you know that's just that's extra to me i really just felt like and that's me i just felt like you know you can't you can't stop someone from from buying you a gift like if they want to buy you a gift buy you buy you know let them buy you a gift but at the end of the day I feel like before you start telling anyone else those things, it starts in our own home. So let's let let's start having those type of um val not values, Lord, what was I saying? Let us start having those type of I shouldn't say rules, what's the word I could say? Expectations. Yeah, expectations within each other before we start telling that to other people. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like that just was doing too much to me. I mean, I understand, and I, I totally wonder because I, I previously, that's what I say, that's what I want for my birthday gift, you know, but I totally understand it, but when I'm saying for our kids, I feel like we have to, that's a, that's a conversation, and that is a, it's, um, that is something that we show them, you know, you don't just wait till Christmas and be like, oh, boom, I'm not buying you nothing for Christmas. I mean, that's like, you're not really doing a due diligence because when you're teaching your children something foundational and when you're teaching them something that you want them to understand and 
continue to understand, you start teaching them about all of the fundamentals of it. So when Christmas gets here, they already understand it. You just not springing it on them in November and be like, oh, look, this is why I'm not buying nothing. Because automatically, as a kid, the only thing you're going to think about is, oh, my daddy or my mom doesn't want to buy me anything for Christmas. Well, <clears throat> and, I, and I agree. And, you know, the memo was not really for the kids. The memo was for, you know, other people. Because I want, you know, y'all just think about it. You know what type of gift giver you are, you know, just in your own family or whatever. And we know that as adults, when we buy gifts for other adults, most people, let's just be real, most people buy gifts during Christmas with the intent of receiving another a gift from whoever they're buying a gift from. So I'm just like, you ain't even got to buy me nothing. Let's just save our money, all of our monies together. And we don't even have to worry about that because the thing that we own right now with our own financial independence goals Christmas does not fit into my financial independence uh, forecast right now. You know, just just being real. Now, we can formulate certain things for our immediate family, for our kids to make sure that they have a, a decent Christmas. But, you know, just... But that go, but, but then that goes back to you not really the miseducation because Christmas, planning for Christmas can be a year-long thing. It could be. All right, so then, so then it goes back to you're saying that it's not that if it's not in your financial plan, but then what if we have listeners that it is that they want that that they don't believe in that, then the that then that means that there's miseducation. So then you educate people the right way. If you want to enjoy your Christmas and if you want to purchase gifts that fit into your financial plan, create a financial plan like a Christmas savings yeah, or we something. We ain't get to that point yet. Okay, I know, but the way that you were saying, like you didn't. If if I wouldn't have, I was talking about me. I was talking about my own personal goal, my own personal experience on what I felt. So I wasn't. Was I, that Christmas did not fit into your financial? Yeah, so that's plan. what I said. I said me. I said my financial plan for what we're going because. So you me. have your own plan. Well, no, we have a plan. Yeah, but, I know, but that's you didn't. Just, I can rewind it for you. You said Christmas does not fit into your financial plan. So you have a financial plan by yourself. No, I don't have one by myself. Okay. So then I'm confused. Okay, let me go back then. Mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't have said my financial plan. Mm-hmm. I said for I said Christmas does not fit into our financial no, plan. No, but I know, but again, I never said that. I know. So then how are you speaking for an hour? Well, because we did we did our financial plan together and it didn't involve Christmas. No, well we didn't plan for Christmas, so that that means Christmas is going to be out of our financial plan because we didn't do the due diligence. Right, that's what I'm. That's what I said. No, but but I'm saying it's going to be out of our financial plan, so it's still going to happen, but it's going to be outside of our financial plan because we were sloppy. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't say that. I didn't say sloppy. I mean, I didn't use those words. I said that <laughs> we did our financial plan together. Christmas was not in there. But so then you should also say because Christmas is still going to happen. I didn't. I, you said that. I'm not. I didn't say that. Okay, so let's say whatever's going to happen right now on here, so that our listeners can know. And I, I can. Hey, 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 hey! Let me tell y'all something. Happy wife, happy life. So. <laughs> If she said Christmas is still going to happen, hey, that's the decision she made. She didn't leave that decision up to me. No, so. I am leaving that decision up to us. But no, but seriously, on a serious note, y'all, because I don't want y'all to think we were serious <laughs> or anything like that. But on a serious note, though, which I, I was serious about the miseducation part because, and I didn't actually know that he had that in, you know, his, uh, his key points. I didn't know that. So I'm going to say that whenever you are planning for Christmas 
that it should definitely be, especially if you are married, it should definitely be a, a um a collaborative effort. It should be a collaborative goal, mm-hmm. and that should be something that is planned a year in advance. That way, you have a goal in mind. And you cannot spend outside of that goal. Right. So let's let's kind of like just come okay. jump into, you know, the first thing. And the first thing is that you know, like, what is what is the point of Christmas? Like, really understanding mm-hmm. like what's the point of Christmas? And Christmas is the season of giving. You know, I think I think society has brought us to a point to where it's like people are so worried about what they're going to receive on Christmas. You know, even kids, but even like adults. I think some adults are worse, you know. Yeah, my mom. See, I wasn't gonna do that, but oh, you know, hey, this it's okay. But you know, Christmas is not about like you know. We've been in situations to where people get upset at the gifts that you gave them. Like people like yeah. don't appreciate. They don't want it. They'll give it to somebody like whatever. And I've received like ugly shirts for Christmas. I received gifts that you know that I wouldn't. I wouldn't have bought for myself, but I would never like, I would never like, you know, like dismiss somebody's gift that I've gotten for Christmas because they they got that for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, I think people, people have gotten outside of what Christmas really is and the appreciative appreciation that it's a time, it's a season of giving, you know, mm-hmm. it's a season of love. It's a season of, you know, fellowship, you know, so the fact that people have monetized Christmas and they have made it, they have made it a, uh, an event to where it's all about what I'm receiving. It's like, I I don't like that. You know, that has, that, that has grown to bother me over, over time. So, you know, I definitely agree with you about, um, you know, people, you know, monetizing Christmas and taking the whole, the whole value, the whole point of Christmas out of it. But because that is something that, you know, is real. Yeah. That's why I said earlier, which I, like I said, I didn't know that you were going to point this out about having the Christmas saving, you know, savings plan. And a lot of times they have those kind of savings savings plans at like your local credit union or your local bank. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know, if though, if, if, if that is a desire that you have, you can, um, plan in advance to make sure that you don't spend outside of your Christmas budget. Right. You know, I know that one time at one of the local credit unions that I had, they were actually, so they were doing the Christmas saving plans, but then they were giving you like a $500 on top of that, you know, and this was like years if I was, you know, um, I was young when I saw this and I didn't even know what Christmas planning was. I didn't even know why people did that. You know, I can remember going to the drive through of the bank and I would see that with the little mistletoes on it and stuff. And I would be like, what is that? Never knowing, you know, what it was and really and truly how beneficial it is to your life and to your finances, you know? It is. And she said like a key thing, like having a, having a plan starts with like even having a plan, you know, whatever is going to be put it in your mind like we need to really plan the for the money that we're gonna spend for christmas you know some people get loans some people go broke some people go in for christmas but just think about if you were to i know because i've done it right just think about the money that you spend on christmas if you were to just invest it right 
or even like a family investment thing. If we were to say, you know what? Like, if it's 10 of y'all, if you are going to spend $1,000 for Christmas, I know my mom's probably, my mom probably spends about $5,000 a year on Christmas. I mean, seriously, like, it's, it, like, my mom spends a lot of money around Christmas. But just think about 10 people in the family that are close and coming together and being like, okay, let's all bring $1,000 to the table and, you know, buying, you know, a 20 unit, you right. know, I'm and, just saying, I'm no, just kind right. of throwing it out there, and, but I'm being serious. And that, that went to the next point, you know, like shifting the mindset to Christmas, Christmas investing right. went from Christmas budgeting to Christmas investing, you know, just think about if you had an entire family that was on one accord and they shifted, you know, their principles of Christmas, of consumer mindset to producer mindset, you know, they've shifted those principles to say, you know, this year, instead of us buying a whole bunch of gifts that we probably not even going to use, we probably won't even see three months from now, we we, we probably going to give it away to somebody, we probably not even going to like, let's come together and take that money that we was going to all spend and let's put it into some investments for our family right. that we can recoup over the, over the next the next year and the year after the year right, after. Right, 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 right. So it's like, again, you know, like, you know, developing that that mindset to shift from consumer to producer is is big. You know, and when we go into this this season of this holiday season, this Christmas season, you know, I'm I'm taking every opportunity to tell people about like, man, we really gotta change the way we think about Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's really good. And I think that once you change the mindset of how you think about Christmas, it also helps you to be in a better position once you go into January and you start setting those January goals. Yes. You know, you plan for Christmas, you did not spend outside of your budget, and then now I can go into my January feeling like you've accomplished something. Feeling you see what renewed. I'm saying? So right, like, feeling renewed. Like right. and you're not going into the beginning of the year in debt because you because you were a serial gift giver. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and and then it, it goes back to like, are you giving funny. a gift from the heart? You see what I'm saying? Because are or you just giving because you feel like you have because you feel like you have right. to. You know, and that's, that to me that's like the worst. Right, and I know I've done that too. I've been in that situation. So and then you know like after Christmas. Then you have New Year's. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So then after Christmas, you have New Year's. And then you have people that, that are like, you know what? I'm going to spend all this for Christmas because I know one thing in February, boom, tax is coming. See what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then you then you rich from February, February, March, April. To you March. rich from February to, to May. Well, no, some of them stay until May. You you rich until May. And then you back, you, you back hustling and back scheming again. Just so that you can make it to the 4th of July. You see what I'm saying? Like, make sure. Make it to school time. Yeah, and school time. So you can get them. But think about how. But but just think about this. How many loan companies have school supply loans and school uniform loans? Like, I remember becoming an adult and seeing that. I did not know what that stuff meant. You know, but that, but just thinking about how you spend for Christmas can trickle down to everything that you do within a year. Or how you spend for Christmas actually propels you into other areas that you're going to excel in because you created a Christmas plan. You stuck to your plan. You've also created New Year goals to where you're able to accomplish those goals to where when Christmas comes again, not only have do, do you have an, another 
Christmas budget or Christmas plan, but now you're in a mindset of continually growing, of continually, okay, well, now that I, I stuck to this goal, now I have a new goal that I'm trying to accomplish. And once you actually start setting goals and you start accomplishing those goals, that gives you a whole new mindset. That gives you, that puts you in a whole other place of who you are. Because sometimes we've never even done things to where we've set a goal and we've accomplished it, you know? Right. So, saying so, all that to say. So, what's the key here? The key here is understanding and realizing what Christmas means to you. If you are a gift giver, if you're trying to make people happy or whatever the situation is, figuring out what does Christmas mean to you. Figuring out what am I going to spend for Christmas? Is that even important? Is that going to put me in a level or in a higher position with someone if I buy a gift and if I don't buy a gift? And if you are that person, creating a plan. Creating a plan to where you can stick to it and to where it fits within your financial goals. Am I hitting it? Am I hitting it or what? What would you piggyback off of that and say? Nah, you hit it. You hit it. You hit. The, you hit the nail on the head. You know. So I really. So the biggest key is just understanding and knowing what Christmas means to you. Yeah. Because whatever Christmas means to you determines how you're going to spend and how you're going to not spend. Right. Because I know people that don't even buy their wives anything for Christmas. Yeah, I, I could never do that. Yeah, but I'm saying, you know, but, and I and no, not to talk about yeah, anyone. To, yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying so it's like but that and the wife is okay with that. Right. Because because Christmas is just another day to them. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, like, so exactly like you said so, determining what Christmas means to you and whatever that looks like. Just having a plan in place to where it fits you financially. Right. That when Christmas time when Christmas time comes that you're not scrambling or you're looking for money other places to make sure that you fund your uh your christmas habits yes so thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of on your keys and if you want to connect with us you can always go to www.onyourkeys.com or follow us on our igs and if you want some meaty meaty hefty hefty um, guidance, you can go to our private Facebook page on your keys. It's a membership. It's a monthly membership, but we help you guys if you're if you're married, if you're not married, whatever your position is, we help you guys to learn how to invest, learn how to train, how to transform your mindset, and we just teach you how to own your keys which you guys already know what owning your keys is y'all know that it's not just about the physical keys about everything that comes along with obtaining the physical key and don't forget about all our products coming that we have make sure you stay tuned and make sure that you guys are subscribed to our podcast like it let us know how we're doing and and share it share it share with a friend Tell that friend to share with a friend. But make sure that you guys are following our IG for all of our products that we have coming and all of the updates. And like always, anyone can create wealth regardless of the size of your paycheck. Peace.